0: Episode four, recognition. As leaders, we've recognized success and achievement in others as second nature.
1: As individuals, we aren't great at being on the receiving end, especially as women, but it's complicated. It's only right and fair to accept recognition for our achievements because we deserve it. I think.
0: The Speakeasy Podcast Honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel.
1: And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. <laughs> no prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. Today we are enjoying
0: a frosé. Uh, to tell you the truth, this is my first rosé, and it's actually more delicious than I expected.
1: It's made with a dry rosé wine. We've got this Flying Solo that's a French wine. It's got a beautiful label, and it's uh, got a little bit of simple syrup and citrus juice in it, and it's a slushy. So we had a whole conversation about how big our straw should be. It's been that kind of week. Yeah, it's true. It has.
0: And I feel like it's the refreshing thing that we needed just to celebrate or maybe hold on to summer just for a minute longer.
1: And I think we might have to have six of them by the time the day is over. (laughs) Check out
0: the recipe at our website. They're really delicious. So when we were planning our topics and I brought up the idea of recognition, you were visibly confronted and I was pretty sure you were going to shoot me down. What's The deal.
1: Well, I don't like it one bit, but as a mom and a leader, that's just not what we're in this for. It makes me super uncomfortable.
0: It's not like when you are at home, your kids are going to acknowledge you for having done any of the things that you normally do, right? It's not like... Thank you for folding
1: my socks, mom. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen.
0: I know that you are feeding me Brussels sprouts because it's
1: good for my nutrition. I feel stronger already. Thank you. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. No. Well, and as leaders, we're we're not in this for the recognition. You even said you chose specifically an industry where you were behind the scenes. Mm -hmm.
0: I grew up as a theater kid, but uh, I couldn't. I always joke because when I tell people I spent time on stage, uh, when the lights are on, you can't see past the second row. So I was always just kind of performing for myself, honestly. And um, I really do feel like as employers, there's this daily there's this endless daily task of things to do to make sure that you are serving the people who work for you or the people who you work for. It's like an endless treadmill
1: of tasks. True, and specifically with your staff, you're having to remind them of the things that they've done and encourage them about the things that they've done that are good. And so a routine thank you, and that looks great, and I love what you've done there, those those roll off the tongue very easily. But I never expect... For someone else to say that about my work, and in fact, it really makes me uncomfortable if they do.
0: I actually do a double take. I um, I have a, I give I give thank yous at the end of almost every day, and and they're authentic thank yous. I do really mean that. People have a a choice about where they work, and I um, am very grateful that the team of people who work for me uh, show up every day are and are enthusiastic and talented and gifted workers. So when I am thanking people at the end of the day it's authentic but it, i always do this little double take if somebody thinks me kind of out of
1: nowhere sure. right sure it's just not something you're used to and especially when you're excellent um you know i was telling you earlier if someone were to recognize me for great work i feel awkward about that because, of course, the work is great. That's just the standard operating procedure. I don't expect somebody to say, wow, that was really wonderful. Obviously, it was wonderful. We do good work. And then on the flip side, if somebody says something was notable where I don't feel comfortable and confident, I feel really embarrassed. I don't want someone to call out or recognize that I've done a good job someplace where I'm a novice. So there's just really no winning, if you ask me. I don't like recognition. Well, you, Redhead, recently
0: won a National Addy, which is, you know, adver- the advertising industry's highest award. And uh, you felt very acknowledged. I don't know if it made you feel uncomfortable, but you did
1: go to oh, receive the award. We did. Well, we went because it was in New Orleans, and that was a nice weekend with my husband. So that's a good excuse to go have a lovely time. Um, And you didn't go. You have won an Addy before, and you did not go to the ceremony. No. Our national Addy win was a couple
0: years ago. It was our first national Addy win, and uh, I chose not to travel for
1: the ceremony, truly out of fear that I would have to like, be visible. Be visible and go up there and say thank you. Yep. It's hard as the as the boss, quote-unquote, because you're accepting an award for something your whole team has done. In a lot of ways, the products that we make are not ours. They're everyone's. And so taking the recognition for that doesn't feel right. It feels like that's a group decision, which is why I think when it comes to the local show, when it's award time, such video is called pretty often and they have to go up and get an award, and you're never the one that goes up front. I feel like it's...
0: Um it it's not my It's not my job to be the visible person in those moments unless um I've done all the heavy lifting, which is just not the case It's just the way our organization is structured I couldn't possibly do it all i'm I'm not gifted in all those technical areas and so there are always team efforts and i uh I want my team to feel satisfied in receiving those awards and feeling that acknowledgement and you've also never gone up i've never seen you go up for an award no yet. I'd much rather send my staff up for the award they deserve it more than me you know i was I was reading um, it may have been a Stanford study. there there was a psychological study uh, about skill mastery and recognition as being driving forces behind ambition in women. So you have to have kind of those two ingredients in order to have high ambition, which is interesting because we are both very ambitious women. But when you're uncomfortable with recognition, or even we undermine our own recognition, we undercut ourselves, we dismiss recognition, what are we doing to our own ambition? We're cutting ourselves off at the knees, I feel like. Oh, I think so.
1: And it's evident when people say things like, thank you, Karen. Oh, it was no big deal oh, no problem. I would encourage our listeners and I would encar- encourage you and I to think about the next time you say, no problem, or it's fine, or anything that's sort of deflects that recognition and change that to a thank you, or that was kind. Or you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, gosh, that would be easy. But we're so ingrained to deflect and dismiss. And that is not healthy when you're at your at this stage in our career. And it's it's not what we should be doing, but it's our... Instinct, I suppose
0: and you know, then there's this whole other matter about recognition for women, that there's this oh. category of recognition, and I know I could see your skin crawling right oh. now. so I mean, seriously, guys, Google it right now. recognition for women, you will come up with government programs to make sure women get recognized. What? is that
1: about? I just want to be recognized for doing a good job, not doing a good job and being a lady. That's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. I want to be a leader in my field. I don't want to
0: be a leader in my field for a woman. It's such such an ugly, almost like a backhanded compliment. Right.
1: Oh, that's cute for a girl.
0: Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Well, there certainly aren't, uh, you know, recognition programs for men. That's called...
1: Life. Life. <laughs> that's <laughs> called standard operating procedure. So we live in an environment where we are used to women's recognition and celebration of women who do this and a recognition of women who do that. And so we are ingrained culturally to think about recognition for women differently and as other. And that makes me uncomfortable. I just want it to be a level playing field, number one. Number two, I don't think that's effective and I don't think that that helps us in the long run, because we still think of it as something different and and unique.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, in thinking about how we get more comfortable with recognition, it occurs to me that some of the things that we've talked about already are that, you know, we don't want to go up and receive the award. And and we have really reasonable reasons for those. But I think it kind of all comes down to being visible, that in order... Um, to be comfortable being recognized, you have to be visible.
1: I don't want to be visible. It's terrible.
0: Well, I'm definitely, I've already said that as a behind-the-scenes person, I don't want to be in the spotlight. Um, But being visible is a really hard thing because you have to own your power. And I feel like both of us are reasonably visible women in our community because we're good servants. We run excellent businesses that that are recognized for doing great work. We have great relationships with our clients and others. But um, sometimes I feel like I hide behind my corporate, like my small business hat. Yes. And it's like, oh, it, well, it's, it's we who are doing the good things in the community. It's dismissing recognition, which does um, undercut the skill. That's true. It's I very disempowering.
1: Maybe we're lying to ourselves. Maybe we really do like the recognition and feel like it doesn't come in an appropriate place. And so we wrap it, we wrap it around and talk about it in terms of our businesses. I don't know. Maybe we like it and we just don't know it. I feel like that's a whole nother therapy session. Maybe. (laughs) I'd be
0: interested, though, you know, outside of small business owners and and other leaders, there are plenty of women who are extremely successful. You know, neither one of us have ever worked inside of large organizations. But I think especially for women who are in corporate organizations, it's that ladder to climb, right? And it's the day-to-day performing effectively and being perceived that you're performing
1: effectively. And those are very different things. Those are very different things. And I think that women aren't good at managing their the perception of their work some of the time.
0: Because, well, you already said it. You already said, well, if somebody says good job, you're like, well, damn straight it's a good job. That's what, that's what you paid me for. Of course I'm going to deliver a good job. And so it's that um, we don't spend a lot of time fussing over the perception that we're doing a good job. We just
1: show up and do a good job. So do you think that that is... Your entrepreneurial spirit or that is being a woman? I don't
0: know. I almost wonder whether it's just, it could be entrepreneurial spirit. It I think be. that at my core, it's just I'm, I'm very self-motivated and my livelihood, your livelihood is right. to show up and perform. And so not doing so just seems like really silly but it's the perception that we're performing, right? That's so how do our listeners get out of the rut of just showing up and performing and actually start owning that you know everybody is your own best PR agent regardless of what your job is, right? I used to tell my husband this all the time. Showing up and doing the work is one thing, but you're super modest and you're a great guy. You also have to make sure that people know that you're, you know, performing and exceeding. That
1: feels so boastful. Well, yeah. We just say I was good at it. <laughs> Well, and it's strange for us because we get paid to help people do that. Like you mentioned earlier, our jobs are to help people promote, promote, promote. And so promoting for ourselves feels not genuine, perhaps. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But you're right. It's something that every woman and man has to integrate and make sure that they're reminding people of the work that they've done and the strides that they've taken and the benefit that they've given to their company or to their client or whomever. And I think we, we forget to do that sometimes. So and it's uncomfortable.
0: It is uncomfortable. But how do we get out of the trap of being uncomfortable with recognition? What is the advice? Is it that, we number one, we've already said stop dismissing compliments?
1: Well, my advice is to take a minute and recognize this rosé because your beautiful frosé, this stuff is delicious. It so is really good. If you were the frosé, you'd say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and
0: you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> I think that we could start managing and auditing our language a little bit. We could. We so. could.
1: It, language is a lot of it. Reminding ourselves to use thank you language and you're welcome language instead of dismissive language can really maybe change our mentality, right? Mm
0: hmm. When, when we get recognition from our clients, when they see um, a finished video for the first time and it's still in final approval and they watch it in person, they don't often watch it in person anymore because our clients are spread all over, but when they do have the opportunity to see it in person and we get to see that impact and maybe the impact is tears because they're so moved, that is so deeply gratifying. I try very hard in those moments when they say thank you. I honestly want to say it's our pleasure because... That's the honest answer right there. Um, But it's still hard when they say how wonderful it is. It's still hard to say thank you. Sure. Those are
1: very nuanced things. Wonderful is your job. That's what you sell. That's what you do. And that's why people hire you is to make something that makes people have tears or have that audible gasp. So it's good to hear it when a client says it. But then there's that part of you that says, well, obviously, of course. Of course that's what we wanted to do for you. So recognition is, is interesting in that um, creative space that you live in, I suppose. So stop dismissing compliments. That's thing one. <laughs> Getting
0: comfortable being visible by showing up. Just show up and be visible. It's something that I really struggle with. I think at, early in my career, I was very good at being visible. Um, I think some of my priorities after 5 o'clock at night have shifted. I uh, I actually choose and want very badly to be at home with my family and my kids, um so I have to be a little bit more intentional about being visible and choosing very specifically um how I show up and where I show up and when I show up and that's hard. It takes it takes um, mental preparation to be strong enough to do it. I guess. Yes. Think. Well and and it takes more support. I can't just you know I can't spontaneously show up someplace. I have to make sure that all the things are handled. And then I think I think the hard part that I struggle with and something that you and I have spent countless hours, me, you and your team, have spent countless hours talking about it, is really being able to communicate your value. How do you consistently communicate your value to others so that it feels authentic for you, right. accurate, right. and not boastful? Because that is where it starts to feel...
1: Um, immodest. Gosh, that's such a female attribute. Though. It's such a female attribute. But here's what you do. So, And that's interesting that you say it, because if I look at it in terms of what we would tell a corporation, if I try to apply that to what we, what I would tell a person, I think every, every woman or man in our age group and mid-career can take a moment and really think back what What kind of value do I give? And if you really sit down and think about it, I'll bet whoever you are, you, Karen, me, has made a significant contribution to something in the past year. It might feel subtle and it might look small, but when you really step back and think about it strategically, all of us, when we're working hard and we're working our best, are making contributions that matter, whether it's to your coworkers, to your clients, to your family, and just taking a minute to remind yourself that those things are notable Even if it means you just got dinner on the table tonight and there were two vegetables on that plate. That's something that's kind of important. And congratulate yourself and maybe work on self-recognition. Here's something that
0: we can absolutely do a cheers to, though. (laughs) From the very beginning of our conversation about recognition, we have admitted that we're very good (laughs) at giving (laughs) recognition. And I think that this is a perfect time to do that. Both of us, uh, you know... When we talked about starting a podcast, we thought we have no time for that. But really, both of our teams are at a place where um, we're able to take a little bit of extra time and, and test this side project and hopefully give, uh, build a, won- a wonderful community and give some of this information and share and grow ourselves but we couldn't do it without both of our amazing teams stepping up to the plate and
1: making this podcast happen. That's true. You know, we've had a couple of listeners give us feedback that this sounds professional and we look like we have it really put together. The best part, the amazing part is we do. And it's not Karen's it's not Karen and Jen that made it look put together. It's the Such video team and the Redhead Design Studio team, between Such's ability to put this together and make the sound just right and Redhead's ability to do the marketing you and I are just along for the ride in some ways. We kind of show up and we just chat. And, of course, there's a lot more that
0: goes into it, so we don't want people to think that we're ad-libbing. We do a lot of planning and we are trying to be very thoughtful and we do take listener feedback, but you're right. Our teams are really just on point. And um, from, you know, your social media manager, who's brilliant in her own right, to um, <laughs> to, you know, the way that our booze gets sourced our cocktails get sourced those <laughs> recipes and and the photography my team is working our teams actually collaboratively That's work true. on all of the cocktail um photography, and uh, we collaborate on the social media photography. It's it's a lot of work. I think it's probably more
1: work than we thought it would be. Yeah, it's more work than we thought it would be. But it's fun work. And I think both of us have grown quite a bit in, in doing this work. And I've learned so much just by watching your team and what they can put together. It's so impressive to me, the, the technology and the science behind making the sound right and editing it. And when an editor says, I think you could improve your content if you do this, that, and the other, that's valuable advice that I never would have I never would have guessed. So when you think of in terms of producing something like this, I have learned so much about the what goes into production on your end just by going through this process. It's been a lot of fun. The same for me though, and from the marketing end and from uh
0: the social media content and the back end development has just been really really Um, amazing for me to learn more about. I feel like whenever I have the distinct privilege of being at the marketing table with many of my clients, but I haven't gotten this deep into actually actually how the nuts and bolts work. Mm -hmm. And it's masterful. Your team is just masterful. And they're so enthusiastic and they really have brought their A game because everybody really wants this community to grow. That's true. It's exciting. So I'm going to say cheers cheers. to Redhead and Such Videos team. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys.
1: So when it comes to recognition, I will say giving it to your staff is one of the easiest things, especially when you have a brilliant and creative staff. And giving it to your children as you watch them grow is so easy to do. Accepting it yourself as a mother or as a leader sometimes is a lot harder, but it's something we need to learn to do.
0: Okay. So I know one of the things that we really enjoy doing, especially on social media or even when people, we field texts or calls from our listeners who happen to know us personally, It's wonderful to hear from listeners. We really are building this community. And we heard from a listener early on because she's moving from one entrepreneurial love to another and she's scared about having less structure and managing more free time. Uh, I think that feels uncomfortable for her. And really, we think that's really about managing change and growth. And change and growth can be just as, as scary as recognition, but there are some really beautiful things on the other side of change that we'll explore in our next episode.
1: So we've learned today that frosé with a bubble tea straw is very effective and efficient. And maybe maybe too efficient. Maybe too efficient. It might be time to go. Uh And it's great for us to hear from our listeners, which means we need to hear from you. So let us know, how do you deal with recognition? When someone says thank you and you're not expecting it, or are you always expecting it? I'd be curious to see if this is a problem that just Jen and Karen have.
0: I have a feeling, just like all of our topics, we are not alone. Probably.
1: So tell us where our um, listeners can find us.
0: We can certainly hear from you on all of the social media channels under the um, handle Easy Underground or online at thespeakeasypodcast.com. Thank you for your time. See you later. Bye, guys. Whoever coined the phrase, change is inevitable and growth is optional. I don't know.
1: Whoever that was was really right on. In the next episode, we'll examine how change, both external and internal forces, impact our careers and how to choose growth even in the face of fear or complacency. Also known as being scared shitless.